Welcome back to For The One Podcast, Growing Pain series featuring Tori Westra, part two. And I'm going to acknowledge you in every single one of these decisions and step the steps that I take. Um, and I'm, I'm committed to moving forward from here. So that's kind of what it's turned into for me and what I'm so happy, you know, uh, to have that mindset shift. And t- like, trust me, it's not perfect. Um, I am still challenged by Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 uh, <laughs> every day. So, um, but yeah, yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. I think what you've said so far, especially with that mindset shift and how that relates to the heart posture of, again, just submitting all your decisions to the Lord and knowing that good can come from any place. doesn't matter if it's Texas or California or Ghana (laughs) or anything like that. I think it's, again, a lot of peace can come from that, especially if you are someone who already kind of struggles with anxiety around decision-making in general. Yeah. So life is really not predictable and there's so many ups and downs along the way and we want to trust God. And it's so much easier to do that when times are good, but especially in seasons of growing pains and when life feels really difficult, um, it's even more important to trust God. And I think God's in changing character. Again, we talked about God being good no matter the circumstance and that he can use any situation you're in to reveal that goodness to you and to the people who are around you can really help create a firm foundation for you when things feel really unsteady and uncertain. So yeah, we're going to jump into our next subtopic now, but this has been really awesome so far. And I hope everyone listening is blessed by Tori's testimony and just what she's been going through so far. Right, so now we're going to talk about growing pains in a specific situation. And it's really cool about this, actually, that me and Tori had a similar kind of experience around this idea of growing pains and the fact that it can really look like a stormy sea at times and just being in an environment where you don't know where you're going and you can't see where you're supposed to be at that time. But I think... um, (laughs) I think growing pains um, in any environment God uses to grow us can really look like a storm at times. And I actually talked about this image in the last episode that I had during one of my prayer times with God and how he's calling us to stand firm in the midst of a storm. And it was really cool that Tori actually had a very similar moment where God revealed things with that same illustration. So I'd love to invite Tori to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I can't believe this either. So for this was freshman year at Baylor and I was taking one of their leadership courses, you know, that I think either. We love them. Yes, we love them. The ones that were required by our dorm. Um, yeah. it, <laughs> oh my gosh, a flood so of many people. Com- I know so many people complain about that class so badly and I'm I like, know. You're already taking like a million other college courses, but okay. <laughs> yes, but you know what? I ended up minoring in it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I loved so it I. so much. 
No, I really did too. So here I am, but this is one of those first classes, uh, you know, very like intro level. um, And our professor asked us to do a 24 hour fast. Um, I think it had to do something with just, you know, being more aware of yourself. And she said, you know, for those of you that aren't spiritual, it doesn't have to be a spiritual time, but just a fast Mm -hmm. to um, separate you from your phone for 24 hours. Um, And so, and I don't know if food was involved either. It was kind of an intense 24 (laughs) hours, Um, but it was really turned out to be a very um, special time and something that I'll forever hold on to. Um, because at one point during the day, um, I was sitting and, and I love to watercolor. I'm, um, Mm. I like to get creative and that was just a nice way for me to, I don't know, basically do something during this 24 hour (laughs) fast. Um, but I also incorporated some prayer time with that too. And gosh, uh, I kind of alluded to this earlier, but my first few years at Baylor were kind of rough. Um, I faced, a lot of uh, mental health challenges like depression, social anxiety. And, you know, um, I think, I think that that's maybe more common than we like to talk about, but, um, but so in my own way, I, I was dealing with both of those things. And Mm. at the time, I don't think I knew it. Um, But my stance freshman year of college was very, um, I was just pretty upset with, in my faith. Um, I was Mm. quite discouraged and coming from a very Christian community and um, my church and school were very um, um, involved in my life um, and my faith life. And then all of a sudden I find myself in Waco, Texas, knowing nobody, (laughs) having um, really no uh, church support nearby. Um, yeah. I, I just felt quite disconnected. Um, but I think that that was in, in and of itself, just, just a shock of, yeah. uh, okay, my faith is my own now, mm. you know, but, but this was before that realization of, okay, I'm going to choose my faith on my own. Um, <laughs> or what does your faith look like when you don't have, you know, yeah. all your people around you when you're alone, mm. what does your faith look like? Yeah. Um, this was before oh. those realizations. So, wow. um, so I was painting and journaling and I actually journaled on these couple verses, Proverbs three, five through six, and I broke it down and, um, and I ended up painting from this daydream that I had, I was kind of in a creative space. So, um, what I, envisioned myself in or felt myself in was this stormy sea and I was in this flimsy rowboat and I was holding on to the benches um so tightly and I was very afraid and very alone and um I just felt myself kind of dropping as the waves built up next to me and then climbing the wave you know um and then dropping again. And it just, it just felt like a lot of despair. And I think um, Mm -hmm. in and of itself, that daydream, and then um, thinking to myself, like, okay, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. Well, I built this boat, 
you know, I built the best, yeah. I bought the best materials. I put it together. Like I knew what I was building and I, I built it to the mm. best of my ability, but I still find myself out here in a storm and I'm scared for mm. my life, that kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, and so I painted this picture of me standing on the, on the shore um, and the sea was calm. Um, and, and it was just this juxtaposition of feeling peace and, and being held by Jesus in a time where I yeah. felt so alone and in despair. Um, mm-hmm. But then also closing my eyes and seeing myself in the midst of this stormy sea and that sea really represented a lot of the depth of what I was feeling in that first year Mm -hmm. of college and feeling so challenged in my faith and really quite angry at the at the going with the flow or or going through the motions (laughs) of you know Christian faith um, in our culture today I was just so frustrated by that because none of that helped me None of that helped me through some of those challenges. Um, So that daydream has kind of stuck with me. And um, through the years, and um, I've heard a few messages from some pastors about Mm -hmm. stormy seas because it's not an uncommon illustration. Um, and I've, I've learned from those messages. Um, so I don't know if you want me to share about those messages or yeah. if you'd like to share about yeah. your stormy sea. No, um, yeah. I mean, I talked a lot about it on last episode, but I'd love to talk about what you gained like through those um, pastors and what they were talking about, specifically when they brought up the stormy sea illustration. I feel like it's very common among like churches to use that illustration because that's really what it feels like. It feels like you have no control over anything that's happening. And yeah, yeah, I would love to hear more about it. Yeah, totally. I get it. Why a lot of churches use that <laughs> um, in their messages um, because it's a pretty good representation of sometimes how life feels, the lack yeah. of control and uh, being yeah. overwhelmed by the waves around you. I think that yeah. that's a pretty good representation So um, the most recent and um, I think most impactful message that will go along with our discussion today is um, I was at the IF gathering a few weekends ago um, and one of the pastors talked about uh, stormy seas, but he Mm -hmm. used the uh, concept of the anchor um, and said, okay, Jesus is our anchor. And so, um, it was, it was kind of a challenge to our cultural Christianity that we find, um, (laughs) you know, in the States and in Western cultures of, um, you know, we'll put our feet in the shallow end and we'll sing the song (laughs) and, um, and say like, you know, where my trust is without borders and, (laughs) Lead me deeper. Um, oh yes, we start and, singing oceans, but we're on the sidelines on the shore. We stay, in, we stay in the shore, don't we? We stay where it's yeah. shallow. Um, but anchors don't work where it's shallow, do they? They don't wow. work there. Um, and so he said, we yeah. have this anchor, and we've we've got to trust in the anchor. We've got to mm. we've got to trust that because God's ready to go out into the deep with us, but we're not. And we're standing there singing and we're staying, aren't we? But we're not going. We're not going into the deep.
And so um, we're not using Jesus, you know, um, the, in the way that he could be used um, wow. or could be talked about or shared. Or yeah. This can be translated a, in so many ways. So I'm trying not no, to be yeah, I, generic, but. Uh, no, I feel like that's such a good point because in church, I feel like we talk about like Jesus as one-sided or like even God as one-sided, you know, like, but even with this image of him being an anchor, that's so different than him being our savior. Like you, like, even though that he's both at the same time. And I think like you just touching on that in the sense of like, we need to trust God and trust Jesus as our anchor in the deep. And like, he's calling us to deep situations like that, but we can also still know that he's saved us and things like that, that we've talked about. Like we talked about in church too, but wow, I am so blessed already by what you're saying, but please continue, please continue. Yeah, well, no, that's a great point. And because we accept Jesus as our savior, right? And we say, mm. gosh, like, what a thing to have Jesus die on the cross for me and to say that, you know, any faults from here on, yeah. they're covered. And any mm-hmm. faults from my past, they're covered. Um, and I don't have to die for my sins because Jesus did. Um, but then it's not like we fall asleep and then wait until we die, you know, like (laughs) it's it's like, if only it were that easy, (laughs) right? It's like accepting salvation is like the boat and Mm. the boat comes with the anchor and then we need to go and then we need to go into the deep because this life doesn't stop being lived. You know, Mm. we don't stop facing challenges when we accept Christ. And so, but we have the greatest tool and the most steadfast and trustworthy anchor uh, to go into the deep with us. Because what Mm -hmm. a terrifying thing it is to be in the middle of the storm, in the middle of the deep all alone without an anchor. And And so... Yeah. And so we go, we're called to go out. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, because gosh, trust in the Lord <laughs> with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. You know, we're in the boat with Christ um, and he is ready there. He's ready and he's there to ground us in the waves yeah. that we encounter. Um, and all the things that we do, we acknowledge him. He's with us. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so I think the anchor really becomes this, this constant in the story of being and living in the deep, just like yeah. choosing to trust God is this constant that comes with living in our, in our lives, uh, living our lives out with faith, um, mm-hmm. and living in his will, um, with faith. It's, yeah. it's a constant. It's not just a path. It's not just a decision. It's not just one wave, but it's all of them, you know? So, yeah, I don't know oh if gosh. you have more thoughts about that or if that's even making sense, but yeah. Um, it's made so much sense. And I think the part like that's really touching me is that Jesus is the definition of trustworthy and he is the definition of steadfast. And so to have him as an anchor in the deep, it makes me realize like even thinking about that picture, like you truly have nothing to worry about because you will be okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like specifically thinking about in the season of growing pains where I feel like a lot of things are out of my control, knowing that my foundation is so sure that no matter what's thrown at me, 
you know, thinking about a house, like what's thrown at the house, like it'll stand because my foundation is sure. I'm literally living my life on Jesus. And if I truly have faith in him and what he's about and who he is in my life, then I don't have to worry about the storms in the deep, you know? And I think we can move forward in that. Like you're saying, the Lord is calling us to go in the boats that we tried our best to put together, you know, or what, um, whatever that looks like for you, knowing that you have Jesus as your anchor, you are fully equipped now to go, you know, you have everything you need to go and do the things the Lord has called you to do. And again, when you get into those places where the waves are too high and the storm is too crazy, your anchor is still there holding you and keeping you. Wow. Such a good word. Yep. Um, yeah, but to close things out, I would love to share a verse that Tori mentioned earlier that had really been carrying her through the season as we were preparing for this episode and everything like that. Tori was just sharing so much of, um, again, scripture that just really spoke to her. And I'd love to share this one. It's 2 Corinthians 4, verse, um, chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. And it says, therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Um, when I read that in your um, in your notes, I was like, oh, my spirit, my spirit is just like, it just like calms you in a way that's like, look, girl, it's going to be okay. You know, what we're dealing with is only temporary. And yeah, I would just love to hear your reflections too on that. Yeah, this, uh, these few verses go kind of deep for me. Um, our family mm-hmm. is learning a lot about grief these days. Um, yeah. In uh, losing my grandma and um, also with another grandparent, um, there's some health issues. We're kind of learning to all come together and support, and um, but also on our own, um, learning a lot about really death and dying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's, it's I remember that class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and gosh, as a nursing student, you learn about grief and um, mm-hmm. you learn about how to be next to people who are grieving and um, you learn all about that stuff, but it's a little bit different when you experience it. Um, mm-hmm. So so in its own way, I'm I'm definitely thankful for what I've learned about grief. Um, and about that kind of perspective um, that yeah. it's given me, not only hopefully to be um, empathetic, more empathetic in my career, but also mm-hmm. um, just the way that I see life and faith and the way that God's called us to live. And what mm-hmm. does death mean when you live your life by the cross and wow. um, all of those things. So I think Second Corinthians 4.16 represents a lot of comfort that I find in this time that, yeah. um, you know, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. I think that mm-hmm. that's such a beautiful representation of um, you know, this life is temporary and everything that we see in front of us, this is all temporary, 
but Mm -hmm. things like God's goodness through the sharing of our stories and God's goodness through the life of my grandma and um, anyone else, you know, in my family right now, who's going through health troubles, like it's all really temporary, even though it's painful, it's temporary. And I just find so much comfort in knowing that um, if I can fix my eyes on what is unseen um, Mm -hmm. and find comfort and peace and God's work in the unseen, then, then what I do see, what is lived in front of me um, has a whole different meaning. I think that's so important. I think it just is emphasizing a perspective shift, you know, instead of focusing on the things that are around you. Like, for example, when I really think about growing pains, I think of environment because basically you're growing out of your environment and it hurts. And like with me, especially in this season, like with my parents and everything like that, what it looks like to grow out of their leadership and into my own walk with God and into my own very different path. And so I think understanding that I have to focus and my perspective has to change on my environment to be able to see what God is doing even through that. Again, focusing on what's unseen in the midst of the trouble or the turmoil that's around me. Yeah, I think that's what I really got out of this verse. But yeah, just some closing thoughts for you guys, our listeners. Um, I just want to emphasize that God is trustworthy even when you don't see your prayers answered or your problems solved right away. Life is so unpredictable and so difficult at times, and that difficulty may persist longer than you hope. And it even might bring you to the end of your strength. So what do you do then, right? You have to wait and trust and remember that God loves you. You can trust him, sustain you, provide for you, and be with you even in the midst of your storm. Jesus guaranteed his followers that they would face hard times in John 16, 33, but he also promised that he would always be with them in Matthew 28, 20. So thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode of For the One Podcast. If you want to share your experience with growing pains, feel free to contact us on Instagram at For the One Podcast. But I just want to thank Tori for her time today and just, again, blessing us with her testimony. But also just really diving into what God's been doing in her life in this season and just making it so practical and so easy to relate to as well. Mm-hmm. Thanks, love. No problem. Um, tune in next week for another episode. And we're just so excited what the Lord's doing here on this podcast. Remember that God loves you and that he'd leave the 99 just for you. So bye. <laughs>